Critically Chaotic is a rowdy Dungeons and Dragons podcast that consists of adult themes and humor. Content warnings for this episode can be found in the episode description as well as a link to transcripts. Rest, weary traveler, and enjoy. In the last episode, the Vox Anima entered the Thistle's hideaway. Stuck underground in a dangerous hideout full of enemies, the Vox did their best to get in and get out as quickly as possible. Unfortunately, plans went awry when Snow took a fall and alerted the bandits to the Vox's presence, launching our party into their first combat encounter since the first episode. On top of that, Snow, along with everyone else, got to discover something new about herself. A pair of gory, bloody bone wings made their first appearance, sending everyone off kilter. What other secrets and surprises could await our heroes as they venture deeper into the dark? So, uh, that happened. Uh, feel like searching some bodies? Wait, before that, before that, uh, Snow, you good? You, you look a little, you got the, the wings and the, and the, and the pain? You're, you're good? Do you need a hand? Yeah, Snow, it seems to have left a permanent mark on your back. After, like, a couple seconds of everyone just staring at Snow, all of a sudden, I, okay, I, first of all, I forgot to mention, when this initially happened, her eyes also went completely over white with, like, glowing blue kind of veins through them, with no, like, people or anything. But after a few seconds of you all just kind of staring at her and being like, what the hell just happened, suddenly you hear, like, not really a sucking noise, but just kind of like a the reverse of the skin tearing noise as the wings kind of go back into where the marks were and her eyes go back to normal and she kind of relaxes just a little bit and like takes a deep breath and is like I don't know what that was I'm I'm going to take a cloak or something that I have in my bag and I'll put it over her back because the back of her shirt ripped open and she also has like the tattoo of the wings on her now and I'm just like it's there permanently now. And I just sort of drape it over her and also to protect your modesty. She just kind of sighs a little bit and is like, well, I've never been opposed to tattoos, so I guess a new one's kind of cool. Do, do, you, do you need a, a little bit to... I can help heal you. I know you can do it yourself, but if you want, you got you were the only one that got hurt. Yeah, I, I think I'm okay. That was a lot. And I, um, I'm going to try and figure that out once we get out of here, because honestly, never knew that was going to happen. But uh, yeah, let, let's, let's just keep going. While Bean is figuring out healing, I would, I would still very much like to investigate the, the, the bodies and see what I can loot. Uh, all right. Are, are you the only one that is searching for loot? I, I also wanted to check. Me. You find 18 gold. Do we want to just... Go and take on the guys in the training room, then, just to do a full sort of clear situation. Because we're go- we we'll we'll definitely be discovered, so might as well have the surprise while we have while we have the opportunity to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess um, 
our opportunity at, at stealth is is kind of uh, kind of gone. I'm down for a good old sneak attack, I guess. I don't know. Ambush? Ambush is the best way of putting it, I would say. So you head back, and are you entering from the archway or from this door? Do we want to flank and attack? That might be wise. I don't really want to split up the group. We could try and stealth up and try and do a surprise. Alright, so attack from whichever seems less immediately noticeable. Um, I mean, either way, like the archway, they can see you because you're like heading in with the door. They see the door open, so then they like would glance at you. So either way, it's kind of equal. Alright, probably the archway would be less obstructive to having everyone get in all at once. Okay. Yeah, I think that would be best if you all still do attempt to stealth in. Alright, everybody roll stealth for me. Dirty 20 for me. 23. Also dirty 20. 16. You all sneak in so undetectable. You're so good as you creep along the walls. There are four people in the room. Two of them are currently sparring uh, in combat. Uh, It is pretty spacious. Uh, It's big enough to accommodate a few different uh, sparring areas. It's like, I don't know, like 50 by 40 feet. I would like to cast Entangle. Let me roll for the four of them. Karius just kind of lifts up his um, focus and it glows and his hands glow. And I think his, his eyes glow a little bit too, just a little bit gold. Through the f- floor, a bunch of weeds and vines burst through and start grabbing at people. <laughs> okay, so the two that were uh, just kind of chatting immediately get tangled up in these vines that grow up from the ground. But the two that were staring uh, homoerotically into each other's eyes uh, sense the ground tremoring and they, like, grasping in each other's embrace, they both roll out of the way on the ground, both avoiding the the fate of the entrapment. They land with the one who had been on top before now pinned under the other one as they both look over and they discover the the five of you. And you all were attacking at once, so what do the rest of you do? I'm gonna go for the one that seems to have a bigger sword. If you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I got a 19 to hit. Yep, you you hit. Alright, let me see how much damage I do. That's 16. <laughs> to no one's surprise, say it with me now, Jerome. Guts him like a pig. Okay, now... I'm not necessarily going to do this, but if I wanted to use my cunning action to hide. Yeah, you could hide within the vines. Okay. So I'm going to hide in the vines. Alright. So there's just a flash of a man in black and then he's gone while one of the friends is now dead. Got it. (laughs) So mysterious. (laughs) Leaf, it is your turn for the surprise attack. Alright. I'm going to Eldritch Blast the other guy that is being entangled. All right. So that is a 17. That hits. Three damage. All right. So the the fiery Eldritch Blast erupts against his chest and he lets out a yell. Snow, your turn. Um, what, I'm going to just take my battle axe and just go to hit one of the homoerotic fighters, whichever one you please. Okay, so that was a nine. 
Unfortunately not. They they both do like another roll together, like five feet to the side, as you try to bring down your axe. It's the power of love. <laughs> they, it is your turn. I'm going to target the one that's still standing that leaf hit with Eldred Blast, and I will do the exact same thing. Alrighty. Roll the hit. Ooh, that's a natural 19. That's a two damage. Alrighty. Is there anywhere I can move to get cover? Uh, you can move behind some of the other vines that have erupted. Yeah, I'll do that. The surprise round is over. We are back to the top. Uh, Entangle number two man gets to go first. And he is first going to try to uh, do another strength save to get out of the restraints. And fails. And he is trapped. Uh, Jerome, you are hidden in the vines. Got him. And I'm like a pig. Um, you know, I'm gonna leave the the prone guy that is guaranteed to be prone uh, to myself because I need advantage to be able to view a sneak attack. Rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. Fourteen hit. That hits. <laughs> All right. So we start out with a base of eleven. Uh, you got him like a pig. <laughs> and then seventeen. Ah! No, no, no. I gotta oh add the two d six. So I'm at seventeen. <laughs> 23 you got him like a pig twice over you carve him like a Christmas dinner <laughs> oh my god I'm gonna I'm gonna use my action to hide first hang on I'm yes you can, you can hide again in the vines you retreat into your domain Leaf it is your turn all that are left are the two homoerotic fighters on the ground okay I am going to uh, Eldritch Blast them. What a surprise. That's a nat 20. Roll and roll for double damage. That would be uh, 15 damage. And who once was a person has now become a lifeless body on the floor. You know, I I am screaming, but but Leaf is um, unbothered and is... Uh, almost looks like he's having fun, which is concerning, but it's okay. <laughs> Carius, it's your turn. Vey's, like, looking over everyone, like, Leaf looking like like he's enjoying it, Snow brutally decapitating someone, and she's like, what the fuck? Like, she just does it because, like, it's her job, but then, like, look at this people, she's like, oh my god. Like, Jerome literally gutting, like, six people in the span of two minutes. Insane. Now Vey is the one that is concerned about us. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, since we're describing reactions, uh, Carius just looks calm. <laughs> like, just weirdly oh, calm. In terms of Snow's reaction, she's not exactly enjoying it, but she also, like, isn't unhappy it has to happen. It's just kind of like, yeah, this is part of what we're doing, so it's fine. Does a seventeen hit? I'm casting produce flame at the at the at the last dude for the record. Yes, yes, it does. It does. You can shoot fire at him. <laughs> Three damage. Uh, this man gets blasted with some fire. Uh, snow. It's your turn. Cool. So same as before. I'm gonna just use my battle axe, and I'm just trying my best 
to end him and his misery. All right, so that's a 15. Does that hit? Yes. <laughs> I must say I did that two-handed. Oh, that only does three damage anyways. All right. Uh, he's still alive, and it is now his turn. He takes about, like, half a second to process everything that has happened within the last ten seconds. He gives a very loud scream first. Get that out of the way. And then he's going to try to scramble to stand up, which is going to get an attack of opportunity from Snow. Dirty 20. Alright, yep, you, you hit. Cool, so once again, I'm gonna do um, d- two-handed so I can roll higher. Oh, hell yeah, so that's 12 damage. He is starting to stand up, and uh, you behead him again like a French monarch, and his head goes rolling away. Snow just kind of turns to everyone and be like, I, I honestly was aiming for his arm. That, that part was unintentional, but it worked. <laughs> Seriously, everybody, what the fuck? <laughs> like, now that the combat is over and, like, things wind down, like, Carius looks around and looks way more grossed out now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Out of, out of combat, Jerome kind of relaxes a lot. He steps out of the vines, and he he had kind of a, like a very serious, uh, deadpan sort of expression during all of the combat stuff. Now that all the combat has been taken care of, he's back to being the Jerome that y'all are more familiar with. Everyone good? Uh, anybody take any uh, damage? Everyone okay? I'm okay. Are you guys okay? I'll, uh, I'll, I'm a little hurt, but I can deal with it later. I'll be fine. They is like, that is not at all what I meant. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Literally all of you went into some sort of, like, fugue state. I feel like Snow just compartmentalized because she's like, I can't process this right now. I'll deal with shit later. I'll say, I'll say that throughout this whole, all this battle, Snow just, like, fully compartmentalized everything so that she could focus. And once, like, she knows the danger's out, she's gonna start having to process everything. Like, the wings, the decapitation. There's gonna be a lot for her to get through <laughs> mentally. Yeah, I, I think, I, I think Leaf just kind of, like, like, shakes it off, like, how... Like you would like when you get like a shiver or something, you know, just like just like a little, oh, and then looks fine. He doesn't seem bothered by it. Do we want to play out Mogan joining back up with us? Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> all right, you all, you all finish your battle. You have finished killing all of the bandits that were within the room, and it is at that time that Mogan, who was slowly following behind the whole time, uh, he he comes on in. He enters the room. M- Mogan? <laughs> I've been looking for you guys everywhere. You just left me? TLDR. We killing folks, but we trying to be sneaky otherwise. You want me to be sneaky? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that... Quite honestly, after how it went last time with me trying to be sneaky, I wouldn't be that mad if we just kind of ran through this place. I mean, I would go with the approach of sneaky to not let folks know we going at them. Just so we can get, like, that good old-fashioned, uh, sneak attack. Ha! Stab in the back, you know, sort of deal. Uh, but if y'all want to go in guns, guns blazing, that is also fine by me. 
I could always send L ahead again, just to see how it looks, and then if it seems like it's better to go guns a-blazing, as you said, then we could do that. If it's better to be sneaky, then it is what it is. Uh, let's check out this door real quick first. Um, are there any traps on the door? Can I can I do a check? You can do a check. Roll investigation. Woo! Have some guidance. Okay. I got a... Uh, well, I rolled a 19, so... That's probably going to be fine. Fine. Don't use my guidance. See I'm if sorry, I care. I don't need it. Here. What's the, fine. What's the full number? What's the full number? I'll add it. I want to know. Fine. Okay. Uh, 26. No, wait. I, I, I added insight. Uh, 25. 24. 24. 24, final answer. You, you look around on this door, you check it all the way around, and you don't find any traps, though you do, the, the door is kind of weird in that the other ones had the, the gap underneath the door that L had been slipping under, but this one, it seems to be completely sealed all around so that there's no way to like to get under the door or anything like that perhaps maybe i should go in first then since i have something that can help get myself out of the situation if it ends up being a trap room with like zero ventilation as you said fair enough first uh jerome tries the door is it locked no it is not locked jerome notices that it's not locked and uh takes a step back after you. Awesome. I will... Can I try and um, open it sneakily? Sure. Roll sleight of hand. <laughs> Natural 20. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's go. You You grab the knob... And you are very, very carefully and slowly turning the handle so that you won't even make a singular peep. And it is as you turn it and just as it makes the little click of the the door uh, jam completely being turned, everyone else hears another click as the floor beneath they, Snow, and Jerome gives way and you all go falling. Uh oh, that it's it's the it's the equivalence of like ten a uh, ten feet by ten feet square just opening. I'm right behind them. Can I try and catch one of them? Yeah, Carrie, so you can do acrobatics to try to catch either Jerome or Snow because they are within your five feet. As we're falling, how far down does it look? <laughs> well, it's dark, so you can't quite tell how far down it is. I got a uh, twenty-one. <laughs> uh, okay, who do you who do you grab at? Uh, Snow is closest to me, so I'm probably going to grab at her. You were able to catch Snow. So, they and Jerome, you go falling into the darkness. And Snow, you are caught by Carius. Oh my gosh, thank you. Can I, can I ready, as we're, I don't know how long it's going to take to fall, but can I ready an action to use Misty Step as soon as I see the bottom to teleport myself 30 feet down to the ground? So I can negate the fall damage, maybe? Uh, yes. You use it almost instantaneously, because it's basically as the two of them disappear into the darkness below, you both see the ground and you land. So 
Vey, you use Misty Step, and then Jerome, you're going to take uh, 1d4 of fall damage. Great. Approximately how far approximately how far below them are below us are they? Probably between twenty and thirty feet. We're okay. Uh, speak for yourself. It is at it's as you're calling like we're okay, it's it's okay, we're fine. That is when the the floor that had given way then starts to retract to close in and secure itself as a floor once again. Really quickly, can I drop my lit up necklace that I cast light on earlier down to them and just yell like, guys, I'm dropping my necklace. You have light. And is there any way we could try and like jam the trap door from going back down? You can try to jam something. What are you going to jam? Sword. <laughs> just scimitar. <laughs> uh, I can I can try and help and use my staff to try and keep it open as well. All right. So Carius is using the scimitar, Leaf is using the staff, and is Mogan actually trying to hold it open with his muscles? <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> okay, roll a roll a strength check for me. Can I can I like give a help action as well? So like Snow's also trying to do it. Yeah, that's an eleven. I'll say that like you're there trying to trying to assist, but it's not super doing anything. It's mostly Mogan doing the heavy lifting here. So Mogan is able to keep it open about a few inches. Um, it's not enough to like completely hold it open, uh, but he does keep it from completely closing in. Muscles, let's go. Jerome, do you want to try climbing up? Can I look around in this area to see if it's just like a hole or if it leads somewhere? You find that you are at what appears to be a dead end of a long hallway of some kind. Uh, I'll call up to everybody... And be like, there's a, there's a uh, room, there's a hallway down here that leads somewhere. Uh, we might go and check it out. Leaf, do you want to send down your dragon so we're not just the three of us down here? Or unless people want to join, I think it's we can check it out with L first. What do you think? Is it is it far enough? Is it too far of a fall, or do you or do you think we'd be okay hopping in there with you? I mean, if any of y'all got a rope, that'd work. Well, we still have to hold it open is the issue. So I was thinking we could send L down first to see what it is. And then we can decide if we're hopping down or not. I will send L down the hallway and bamf into her vision and hearing. You send L down the hallway and it's a fairly long hallway. L is flying for, for a bit of time and eventually gets to a turn. And so he... Uh, turns the corner and cautiously goes forward to find a large room of some kind. Uh, it appears to be another big storage room. You don't see too much besides all of the boxes and whatnot, except there is uh, a wandering dog that is just kind of walking around in the storage room, taking, sitting down, uh, then getting up and walking again. And it has a bell around its neck that's making a small jingling noise. This is brutal. We can kill the dog, attach the bell to L, and pretend like nothing is wrong. Oh my god. Can't we just, like, make friends with the dog? Carius is up there. It's not like we can... Alright, can we try and make buddy-buddy with the dog before we kill it? I... You guys go ahead. Are they... Zan, are they still holding the thing open? Like, does it look like someone needs to actually keep it held? Yeah. If if Mogan is holding it for a bit longer, I'm going to have him do a constitution save, because he's been holding that door open for a bit. 
can I try and stick a crowbar there to try and f- help it stay propped open? Like if I toss it up, could they do something like that maybe? It would be hard for them to grab your crowbar if you tossed it up, but theoretically you could try to put something in between the stones. That's what Carius and Leaf were originally doing with the scimitar and staff before Mogan just took his bare hands and <laughs> has been holding it open. Would L be able to fly up the crowbar? Oh, you could use your mage hand. I could. I will summon my mage hand and have it carry the crowbar up. We can you can, you guys can secure a rope and we can all go down here once you're able to properly keep the trapdoor open. Also, there's a dog down here, so try and be as quiet as possible. We can't really since there's distance right now, but as soon as like we can, just like shh. Can we try and once we have the crowbar, try and prop open the door with it? Yeah, you can you can try and do that. The the hinges swing downward and there's a there's some kind of mechanism that is holding the floor closed so that people can walk on it and not just immediately fall through. So it's going to be very hard to use the crowbar to pry it open towards you, like pry it open up. You'll basically be like breaking a mechanism to do that. Could we use the could we use the crowbar and shove it in like the crack where the hinges are on the other side so it can't close? Yeah. At, at the moment, Mogan has it open only a couple of inches. So he would have to, in order for you guys to actually like get down, he would have to roll again to try to actually like force it open a bit more. And then you can try to put the crowbar into the hinges. Would it be possible for, since, since he's holding it and like Leaf and Carrie aren't using their weapons anymore, would it be possible for the two of us to, like, help him, like, add our strength and, like, try and pull it open while while Snow uses the crowbar? Yeah. So it would basically be that Mogan is doing the the strength roll, and then you both would be helping and rolling to assist. Cool. I'm also going to give guidance to Mogan while he does that strength roll. So it's a strength, uh, straight strength roll? Uh, everyone do athletics instead of just strength. I got a 23. So yeah, together the three of you are able to force the the doors open. So there's two doors and there's one crowbar. So I think you all work together to force just one of the doors open so that it's open like a good four feet wide on the one side. So it would be big enough for all of you to slip through if you needed to. So do, do we all want to go down or did anyone want to continue up here? Um, I, I, feel, I feel that it would be better if we were all together. All right. Well, then I have some rope I can throw down and we can climb down. So Snow takes the rope out and just kind of hucks it over and is like holding it secure at the top. All right. The, uh, the rope is secure. We can, we can climb down. So you all head down. I'll say that you all are able to arrive down there. You all, you all arrive at the bottom of the rope. You meet back up with Jerome and Vey. Since we're going to be encountering a, a, a puppy, uh, should we have a... Carius, take the lead. You you want to take the lead, Carius? Sure. You all approach the the following room, and you're able to get to the very edge of the room and peer in. Uh, inside is a number of boxes, kind of all around, and there is a little dog that is patrolling, just kind of walking around. It has a little bell around its neck. May I go ahead and cast an animal friendship on the doggy? Yes. Unfortunately, it passes the wisdom saving throw. 
So the dog turns to see Carius and knows immediately, hey, no, this is an intruder. This, not good. And so it is going to start barking. Uh, can I try to just roll animal handling to calm it down? Uh, you can at a disadvantage because it is. it knows that you are not supposed to be here. 12? <laughs> how, how does 12 treat it? <laughs> it does not calm the dog down. And so uh, everyone roll initiative because we are entering battle. So, Vey, you are first. I'll delay my turn, I guess, to the end to see if enough people move um, for me to get through. But I'll just wait for now since I'm kind of stuck really far behind. Then, Jerome, it is your turn. You know, I'm just going to scoot forward. And then I want to prepare a, a short bow arrow for if the dog attacks or if anybody comes in through any of these three doors. It is the dog's turn. And so it is going to uh, run up to Carius and uh, bite him. That hits. Okay, so Kian, that is five damage to you. Uh, the dog bites down hard on your arm and then uh, lets go after it gives you like a hard shake. Now it is Mogan's turn. Mogan, he doesn't care about this dog. He He's just going to take out his halberd and just hit it really hard. <laughs> I got a two. All right, so you swing at the dog and you catch sight of Carius giving you the biggest, just like, no, no, don't do it. Please don't do it. That kind of expression. And so you falter and you miss hitting the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be advantage because Carius and Kian, uh, Carius and Mogan are flanking? Uh, it depends on if Carius would try to assist in an actual flank. I'm going to say yeah. <laughs> okay, then yes, you get advantage. So roll again, queen. Now we got an 18. All right, that hits. Be a 7. Oh, sorry, 11. You bring your you bring your great axe down onto the dog and the dog goes quiet immediately. So uh the bell we should probably take care of that. Jerome reaches over and grabs for the bell. All right, you're able to get it off easily. Uh, the, the bell is actually pretty fancy. It seems to be made of gold, and it has some old runes that seem to be engraved onto the gold. Can, can I do an investigation check on this bell? It seems, like, weirdly fancy. I'll hand you the list of artifacts just in case. Maybe he got it on his head or something. Um, I got a 13. You, but with having the list, it is very easy for you to find that the bell was one of the artifacts that was on your list. Do the doors here have, uh, cracks under them? Can I make L peek through each of them to see what is on each side? Absolutely. The western door, uh, peeking underneath, it appears to be a hallway of some kind, uh, going out into the hallway, on the left there is another door, and then on the right is a long hallway. Going through the leftmost southern door, there is 
another room that it immediately opens up into. And it is in this room that there are a lot of dogs that seem to be being kept. A lot of them are in cages. Well, all, all of them are in cages, not a lot of them. All of them are in cages. Some of them have collars on them, some of them don't. And then on the rightmost southern door, it opens up into another hallway. So, where should we go? I don't think we really need to go to the left southernmost door, since that one just has more dogs through it. We can come, we can come back and rescue them afterwards. But for now, we will leave them in a safe spot where they cannot attack us and cause us to defend ourselves. Let's go to the one on the right. Alrighty. I'm gonna keep looking for traps as we progress along. You all go around this long hallway and you arrive at a set of stairs. I assume this leads back up so we could check out this bottom level first and then come back over here afterwards. You all head down the hall back away from the staircase and you arrive into a new room. So this room is most, the most empty room out of all of them that you've seen, besides maybe the room at the very beginning of the top floor. It has like a couple of boxes, which upon looking inside, seems to mostly just be full of cloth, some incense, and uh, a little bit of jewelry, but they're like old wooden or brass jewelry, so nothing uh, really of value. And there is the archway that if you just peek inside a little bit, you can see into the room that has all of the dogs in the kennel. And then it has another door to the south that is currently closed. Is it, this is just like a normal room that has like a bunch of boxes of like... Yeah, not even like a lot of boxes, just a few. It seems to be a mostly empty room and it has like... it's It's a bit cold. It's colder than the other rooms and it has an almost like... It's hard to identify the smell. It's not like a bad smell, but it's not like a natural smell. It's like almost sterile kind of smelling. I'm trying to figure out what the purpose of this room could be. Perhaps it was a healing room. Probably. It smells so clean in here. Maybe because they cleaned up something on the floor. Can I check the floors to see if they look scrubbed clean? Roll investigation. 24. You're checking everything. You're getting down to the floor to really look closely. And every so often you do find uh, what appears to be like the old eddings of some kind of stains you can assume to be bloodstains based on the rusty kind of color against the stone. Anybody else getting a uh, ritual sacrifice of the dogs kind of vibes? I don't know, I think we should be ready for something funky in the next room if we want to proceed now. Mogan opens the door and it easily opens to reveal a long hallway. While you all are proceeding down this hallway, that that sterile kind of smell gets stronger as you're going down this hallway. With There's something else kind of underneath it that uh, is different. Specifically, it smells bad. And the sterile smell is like trying to kind of like lay over this bad smell, but uh, it's, it's still there. It's still obviously there. Can I do an investigation check to see if I can recognize the bad smell? I would also like to do that. I'm very experienced with bad smells, I would like you to know. I got a not 20. You can tell because I got a 23 on investigation. You can identify that as being the scent of a dead body. Love uh, that. Oh boy. 
great. And it's just kind of like pervasive. Yeah, the the closer you get to this door, the stronger the smell is. And as you all arrive at the door, it's just a very simple door and there's no label on it or anything. And on the front of the door is uh, a plaque that has a carving on it. And the carving resembles that of the mask that was picked up earlier in this dungeon. Oh, no. I'm smelling some rotting corpse up there. I don't know if y'all are familiar, but it's a distinct sort of smell, and it's a uh, very strong. There's that mask again. I don't. I don't like this. This is, mm, this is bad juju, guys. I don't. Mm. Mm. Can we come back? Can we come back later? Can we come back after we explore everything else? Because this seems like a. Mm. Well, if it's if it's killing people, maybe we should stop it from doing that. I mean, we also do the killing people thing. To be fair, we're already here. We might as well. Mmm, alright. Jerome, do you want me to go ahead of you? Maybe that would be for the better. I'm getting just such bad vibes. Carius pats Jerome's back when he comes back <laughs> to join him. Yeah, so I think Moga's just gonna go forward then. He's like, let's go! You open the door, and it opens easily. It's not locked or anything. And you find yourself in a small room. Upon looking inside... So there is a cupboard on the far wall. Uh, then it has some glass. The, the upper cabinets are glass, so you can see inside and you can see that there is uh, a couple bottles and whatnot, and then there's some more cabinets underneath. And then against the wall, there are two cots that are laid out with two objects that are bound tightly in cloth. And you can guess based on the shape and what by what Jerome said that these are corpses that are wrapped tightly in this uh, cloth. On top of each of their, uh, where the faces would be under the cloth, there are simple wooden masks that are placed. And then one of them has some flowers that are uh, placed on top of it. And the other one um, has nothing placed on top, but next to it on a little side table, there is a book. Can we investigate the book? Carius, do you and I want to investigate the book? I like, I'm very, oh, what language is the book in? The book is in common. Oh! I want to keep an eye on the corpses. Snow is also going to watch the corpses and make sure nobody moves. Can I actually prepare a dagger in case one of the corpses move? Yeah, I'm also- I'm gonna prepare- I'm gonna prepare my hand axe for the same thing. Hold it so both me and Vayne see it- can see it and start looking. You look inside, and it's written in common, and it seems to be a book with uh, several prayers and uh, death rites written. It's a pretty small book. Can I try and figure out who it's to? Like, does it say a god or creature's name in it at all, like, as we page through it? No, they seem to be pretty general prayers and death rites. It doesn't seem to be very specific in who they would be praying to. I'll look over to Carius. Should we give it to Snow then? I mean, if she, you think she'd want that. Okay, uh, can I just hold on to the book and just put it in my backpack to look at later? Yes. I would like to take a closer look at the bodies, reluctantly. <laughs> um, and In what way? Can I roll, like, a investigation or an arcana check or something on the mask before I touch them? Because I would like to take them off to try and see if I recognize the bodies at all or if there's anything like i would also like to see if i can't identify the cause of death at, of the actual bodies beneath the cloth 
You can roll Arcana if you specifically want to see if there's anything magical about the masks, and then you can roll Investigation if you want to see if there's anything, like, naturally weird about the masks. Can I do my own Arcana check for the masks? Yes. I, I got a 14 for my Arcana check. Nine. Neither of you see find anything magically strange about these masks. They, they're just wooden masks that were carved. 13 for my Investigation. Okay, you find nothing naturally weird about these masks they're just wooden masks i'm going to very carefully take the the mask off the body i'm closest to okay you unwrap the face area of the body and inside is a young man with tan skin uh his eyes are closed he looks very peaceful in the way that corpses can look peaceful um, and he also doesn't look like he has been dead for too long. He seems fairly well taken care of, so to speak. Uh, doesn't seem to be rotting or anything like that. You completely unwrap the body. He is positioned in a very simple way for the cloth to completely wrap him, and he's dressed in similar garb to what the other bandits were wearing. It's, it's maybe a bit nicer, a bit fancier and cleaner, uh, but it's a similar type of uniform. Uh, you look around and you're just kind of looking, you, you lift up some areas of the clothing just to kind of look around and you're able to find um, a large area that's been stitched up on his side. So you can assume that he was slashed or stabbed or something um, and died that way. Okay, I relate that to the rest. I am wrapping the body back up. I am backing away and I'm just like back into the hall. I would like to leave now. <laughs> Snow also immediately leaves the the room now that we know what's going on. Are the walls the the floors look scrubbed down like before, right? The the walls aren't really all that messy. The the floors have a couple of the similar kind of stains. Is there any way that I could do just like a investigation check to like see if I can suss any extra details out? Like try to figure out what the try to figure out like what this room is necessarily for besides the obvious kind of a thing. Yeah, sure. I, I yeah, I was gonna ask to do the same thing like. Especially while they were preoccupied with the body, like, if I can look around and see if there's anything else unusual that we could have missed. Yeah, you both can roll investigation. I got a 14. I got uh, a 19. Nice. They, you don't, you don't find anything. You're, you're not quite sure, like, oh no, it's just, it's just some dead bodies in this room. And Leaf, you you get you get like all of the puzzle pieces in your brain. They come together. Uh, this is this is a death this is a death rites room. It's where they keep their dead before they bury their dead. It's a very common thing that is used in many areas. Yeah. Snow's so just like I got my religious book. It's fine. I'm out of here. Can you roll a perception for me, Alex? Fourteen. Yeah, I think you'd notice. Uh, you don't have the mask anymore. Oh no! Wait, what? Uh oh! Wait, the original one or the new one? The 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 new one that you found on the wall, the wooden one. Can I see if it's on around anybody or like in anybody's backpack or anything? Do you announce that you're looking for it? Uh, I'll just I'll take a peek first. Okay. Uh, you look around for a bit. You're trying to be very subtle as you're just kind of glancing around. You're checking like just the packs that people have. Uh, but you don't spot it anywhere. Um, everybody? You know that mask that we pulled off the wall? Yeah. Yes. Um, it's gone. 
I don't know where it went. Hmm. I had it in my bag, right? I put it there. Maybe it it's in that mask room, that embalming room maybe. I'll lead, I'll lead the I'll lead the I'll lead the charge. I'll lead the group over. Is is there any chance it's in one of our bags? Like can we look? Yeah, if everybody if everybody wants to check if it's somehow gone into their their bags or something, yeah. I'm going to check. So, everyone is looking through their bags, but like none of you none of y'all see it in your bags or anything. Head back to the embalming room. Is it in there? You find the two wooden masks that were on the corpses, but you don't find the one that they had before. It, when I was looking through my stuff before, like when I first noticed it was gone, is the original mask still in there? Yes. Yeah, that one. That one. That one's still in your bag. Can I do an Arcana check just to see if maybe it like magicked away or like something like that? Yeah, you can roll like a general arcana to see if there's like any off magic residue or anything like that. I rolled a natural nineteen plus four plus five plus five. So you remember that there was like there was like nothing magical about that mask, and you don't like sense any magic that wouldn't have matched the general magic that you all have been using anyway. So you really just have no idea what could have happened to it, but you're you're like ninety nine percent sure that it wasn't by magical means. Yeah, there's not any magical residue that's left around here. I honestly have no idea where that thing could have gone. That's disturbing. Hmm, that seems like something we should be a little concerned about, mayhaps. I have concerns, yes. No one's snuck up behind me. Maybe we should just find the rest and then hurry out of here. Can I do a specific check on Jerome's stuff? Yeah, it would just be investigation. Although, um, like, are you trying to be subtle about investigating the pack? Or are you basically just being like, Jerome, give me your stuff? Um, I'll be subtle for now. Then yeah, roll investigation. Uh, 17. Yeah, so you're you're glancing around, you're subtly checking, you're trying to see if there's any, like, weird things poking from the cloth or anything, or, like, a look at all, but... No, it's just Jerome's Jerome, and his stuff is his stuff. Well, if anybody sees a weird mask around, the fact that it disappeared is not a good sign, so please don't grab it. That's not ideal. Quick question. Do you know anything about the the mask thing, Vey? Like, I've been super freaked out by all of it, and I know jack all, but you seem to, like, be particularly, like, very... I know it's, like, it's already super weird, and I'm also freaked out that it went missing, but, like, if you have any other information, that would be much appreciated, because I am also, like, <laughs> I just give him the weird, like, the, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Look. Like, yeah, it went missing, but it also seemed, like, kind of sus before then, and, like, you seemed like you kind of knew, like, a little bit about the mask, and I don't did know. I? A little bit, yeah! Zan, did I look like I, like I knew a little bit more about the mask than I did? If Jerome wants to roll an insight check on you or something. I got a nat 20 plus 3. I did not roll a nat 20. Alright, then, Jerome, you know precisely that they know something about, like, the mask. There's something going on. The only reason that, that they knows anything is, um, we've, we've done a lot of religion discussions before, and I, I happen to have come across a god that had similar, you know things involved with it so that that's all that was so i'm i'm personally a little concerned the mask is missing also i mean 
if either of y'all have any fucking information on this thing. Like, those people back there had masks on their faces, but they didn't seem like magic masks. They seemed like religious masks. And so I'm assuming this all has to do with some sort of religion, but I ain't a particularly religious fella in most ways. But, like, if y'all have any sort of, like, information, I'm freaking out a little here. Can I also insight check Snow? I don't know if she was lying, but... Uh, yeah. Is there anything in particular that you're insight checking? Like, to see if she's lying about why they knew about the mask? Yeah. Okay. I got a dirty 20. Yeah, so you're you're pretty sure that, that Snow's telling the truth? Snow is just like, yeah, the gods. We know, we know about a god uh, very similar to kind of what's been going on with these masks here. Can you tell us anything about that god that may be helpful? Honestly, I don't know that much myself about him. All I know is that I mean, he he's kind of creepy. Doesn't really seems seems to be kind of like known as a shadowy figure, and that is that's his symbol. That's that's really all that I know, and all that Vey would know either. So I I don't have much else to tell you. Not even a name. Yeah, yeah, name. No, I I there's nothing concrete written down that I have come across yet. How did you come across this information to begin with? Because, like, I ain't heard of this mass cult before now. Um, yeah, I, I do a lot of looking into different religions. It's just a bit of a, a passion of mine, and I've just come across a few mentions in some different books that I've been reading, and nothing specific, unfortunately. It doesn't seem like it's, from my knowledge, that big of a following, so I, I am not able to learn much yet, but it is something I'm still looking into. Can I do an insight check on that? Yeah. 21. Okay. So you're able to know that Snow is withholding some information. Great. 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 Mm. Hey, hold. Could I have also done an, the insight check on Snow for that? It was a five anyways. Oh, wait. Hold on. One second. N- natural one. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, no, you, you believe Snow wholeheartedly. You're like, yeah, Snow doesn't know anything else. Snow doesn't know anything about what's going on. Alright. Snow and Vey both are holding back things. And so I'm just gonna tuck that information to the back of my mind. Where I can use it later. Because they don't seem like they're gonna talk about anything in front of the group. And so, it, like, maybe I can bring it up later to get with them on one-on-one about it. But, like... Yeah, because that works so well for you last time. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, like... I'm, I'm sure they'll only got... go better this time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely. I mean, it's, it's gonna be great. Better. Listen, at least I'll be able to, like, actually talk with them without, like, calling them out in front of the group, you know? I would say as soon as... After Jerome kind of, like, just nods and... But clearly doesn't look convinced, Snow's gonna kind of just look at Vey and look back at Jerome and be like, Honestly, you can believe me or not, but I have no reason to lie to you about this. If you say so, ugh. I, I, I believe you. I believe you, Snow, but... Man, I'm just... I'm just... Mm, this mask thing has got me in such a tizzy, like... It disappeared from my bag. I feel absolutely horrible for it. And if your insight check is still going, that is not a lie. I mean, spooky, supernatural, superstitious stuff is my entire deal, being a warlock. I mean, I ain't the warlock, though. So. Perhaps it's best not to meddle in things that you don't fully understand. 
and that you don't have a and a starting place for you to understand. And she gives you a very pointed look. Well, shall we go into this room? You know, that seems like it might be a good idea. Let's move on this conversation, put it in our back pockets, and just, like, table it for later. Because this is not getting anybody of us anywhere. I don't even know where the conversation's going at this point. There is no conversation. It's just nonsense. Critically Chaotic is the Dungeons & Dragons podcast brought to you by the following people. The DM is Zan, who can be found as at Zandir on all platforms. They is played by Alex, who simply cannot be found. Snow is played by Bean, aka Alexa, who can be found in a variety of ways, but mainly at Alexandra underscore Jaden on Twitter. Carius is played by Kian, who can be found as at LostFanboy on most platforms. Jerome is played by Lady, who writes, quote, and that's all you get, you dirty gremlins. Mogan is played by Queen, who chooses not to be located at this time, or ever. Leaf is played by Sela, also known as Strawberry Online, who can be found as at underscore Strawberry Milk on Twitter. The theme song is Melody by Emery. If you would like to support Critically Chaotic, please consider leaving a 5-star review and following us on whatever podcast listening platform you are currently using. You can find us at Crit Chaotic Pod on Twitter with no underscores, where we post updates and retweet fan content. For any other platform you would like to see us on, please look in the description. We will see you next week for the continuing adventures of Box Anima. Have a great week, everyone. I, in general, tend to look into a lot of different religions. Uh, <laughs> Zan, really? <laughs> Sorry, that completely broke my focus. That's what y'all do to me all the time, so deal with it. Anyways.